Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're trying a little bit something different, some entitled people. It's been a while since we've been there, and I was reading some stories today, and I thought, oh, God, we got to cover this today. So let's jump straight into it. From Anonymous, who says, Neighbor phones police because mother-in-law is parked across the road from their driveway. And it does follow with an update. So this literally just happened. For some background, I live in a council estate in the UK. If you've ever been in one, then you'll know we're all jammed in here like sardines, especially when it comes to parking, with most of it being roadside. They're not bad places to live, but if you have more than one car, chances are you'll be parking it on the roof. (laughs) Anyway, we have a good mix of bought houses among us mere commoners. One such fancy pants lives across the road and a couple of houses up, complete with their own two-car driveway. Posh, I know. (laughs) Well, me and my partner have recently had a baby, so my mother-in-law has been coming by a lot more for visits, as you can imagine. Usually, she parks outside her home on the road like we do, but as we're not kings of the road, sometimes those spaces aren't available. So, she parked partially across the road from the aforementioned fuckwits driveway. This is in no way illegal and pretty much every house in our street with a drive has a car parked across the road with no issues. Not these folks, oh my lordy. We've had several notes left on our car with passive aggressive messages such as we will try not to hit your car and if you have no road awareness you probably don't know what you're doing is illegal so I suggest you move now. Always signed by your fed up neighbours. We've tried to explain to them that it's not illegal to park across the road and also that if they simply just came to the door and asked, we would move as soon as it was possible. But now they started petty, so the saga continued. Well, milady of the driveway came to my home, banging on the door like the police with an arrest warrant. Scared the pants off our little girl, who I then had to take to the door screaming her pants off, only to be comforted by more screaming from our friendly neighborhood correspondents. My mother-in-law was not having it and came to the door to tell her to do one because of her attitude, stating that she could have just asked nicely instead of yelling at her mum and her baby who had nothing to do with it. This resulted in a tirade of threats from the old twat bags. (laughs) Long story short, she screamed that she was phoning the police and we would be fined or arrested for parking on her property. Someone should have probably told them that their property barrier doesn't include public roads opposite the property. I can't wait for the police to get here and see that parking across a drive actually meant being parked at the opposite side of the road. So fellow road users, according to our charming neighbours, about half of the UK population better move their cars before the popo come and get ya. Thanks for listening to my rant. I know it's only parking, but my God, the entitlement. Now, having been brought up on a council estate myself, as Poster said, nothing wrong with it, but you are packed in and Where I lived, there was a couple of car parks, but people had multiple cars and the car parks were full instantly. And being across the road from a shopping center, 
you had people trying to avoid like the the shopping center charges so they would go and park into those car parks as well with the risk of getting a fine because generally traffic wardens wouldn't come around and find people anyway and there is some garages as well that you can rent and i've probably told you before about my brother and people parking outside his garage trying to go across to the shopping center and he basically just drags the cars off he doesn't give a shit basically <laughs> and where i used to live and i know many estates were the same when I was younger, there were very close-knit communities. So if you make yourself stand out by, you know, complaining about others rather than talking to them directly, you make yourself look like an ass to many people because news travels quickly. But we're gonna cover some comments, then we're gonna head on to the update to see what that says. And we're starting with Kimmy who says, I have to admit, I can't wait to see what the outcome for this is. I have an unfortunate neighbor that has a driveway and has four non-running cars parked there then uses the pavement to park their beast of a car. Then when they have people come over, more pavement blocking. We can't access our own driveway some days. The Simple Mind says, let her call the coppers, then get a copy of the laws regarding to this case, print them out twice or trice the size. You got it and put it behind your windshield every time you have to park where she thinks it's illegal. I'm quite an asshole when it comes to such people and we have such a bitch and her husband living across the street from my house. They have called the coppers on nearly every other family in our road. Obviously, they all are pissed off by Kermit and Miss Piggy. They really resemble those two Muppets and rallied up when a police car came to our road and the crowd talked to the policeman that the problem is them, not the others. Kermit and Miss Piggy's once even brought a trailer to block a parking space so that others can't park there. Kay once came on our property to complain because my dad put in a new stereo in his car and had music playing to check if the speakers are connected in the right way. My dad had the stereo tuned to a public broadcasting station back then, had a program aimed for tweens. Kermit complained that he can't stand that kind of music because he has wrecked nerves from growing up in the last years of World War II. My dad was born in 1942. Kermit is probably four to five years older than my dad. This confrontation ended with my dad telling Kermit that he stands on our property and if he doesn't get off our driveway, my dad will physically remove him and call the coppers himself. He was quite loud and that attracted some neighbors. Kermit had to retreat under observation. Since then, the coppers haven't been to our road. Nowadays, Kermit and Miss Piggy are quite easy to handle and trained to behave. And one more because I love it when we get a story within a story from Jules2019 who says, Many moons ago, we had a neighbor whose garage was next to our house with a courtesy line on the road in front of it. This, of course, meant he had bought the road. He, however, used to park his car outside our house. We didn't have a car. Mum was dropping off some stuff once and parked on his line as that was near as she could get. He came out swearing, calling her a fat bitch, threatened violence if she didn't move her car, while his was parked outside our house. He taped it on a dictaphone and sent it to the police. They came out once because he accused us of damaging his car and they told us he sent them about three dictaphone tapes, late 90s, a week. Other neighbors told us he had used his car to bump other people's cars out into the road and that he waited for people to come back to their cars and then sprayed them with a hose. We were near the city football ground and a popular local high street shops, so it happened quite often. Wow, he sounds absolutely mad. Now let's move on to the update to see if we can get a conclusion to our story. So, updates. Well, it's taken me a little while to update thanks to another neighbor nightmare. <laughs> but that's for a whole different post. So for anyone who missed my first post, you can find it here. To summarize, my mother-in-law parked across the road from my neighbor's driveway. They started losing their minds as they believed it to be their property. 
This led to some shouting and of course a call to the boys in blue. So as you can probably guess, yes the driveway overlords did indeed phone the police. After our threats we waited around, waiting for my mother-in-law to be shipped away to the big house for committing the ultimate crime, parking on a public street. <laughs> I know, please try to hold judgement. However, like most close-knit streets, our other neighbours came out to see what all the fuss was about and oh did we get the gossip. It turns out we aren't the only people she's complained about. Social carers for the elderly, visitors for other houses, council workers and even people who live on the street have all received notes and stern warnings from our delightful neighbours about our property. <laughs> I can't do the voice. Although we were the lucky ones who finally pushed them over the edge. Well, they finally arrived. We can see their house from our windows, so it was prime viewing. Milady of the driveway came running out the house, clutching a mug of what I can only guess is the tears of orphan children. They went into her house and closed the door, and so we waited, praying, hoping that they would come across to get our side of the story. Well, our wish was granted. But let me tell you, it was so much sweeter than we could have imagined. After watching the officer poking his head out the door like a meerkat trying to figure out where the car was that was blocking their driveway, she gave him a hand and pointed to my mother-in-law's car parked across the street. This poor fella looked more confused than a drunk with a calculator. He eventually went back inside before heading over to our house and that's where the real fun began. He came to our door and we greeted him with a customary, Hi, what can we do for you officer? Here is the following conversation from what I can remember. He said, good morning, we received a complaint about the car from this property blocking the driveway. My mother-in-law said, hey there, yeah, we've been expecting you. Officer says, are you the resident here? No, my son and daughter-in-law are, but it's my car that's been reported, the silver one across the street from their house. Officer says, so I'm having trouble understanding the issue. Was your car parked across their driveway? Nope, it's been parked in the same space since I got here. Well, your neighbor is claiming you blocked their car in their drive and were trespassing. Mother-in-law goes on to say, oh, we know. She's been leaving notes on my cars and others in the street. She's been claiming the entire section of the road is part of her personal driveway. You can ask the other neighbors. Officer says, what notes? Has she asked you to move? To which then I responded, kind of. She told us the rest of the neighbors that they would try not to hit our cars. The officer went, what do you mean? She's been accusing us all of parking in her driveway across the street from her house on the public road. I even have a photo of where the car was parked a few hours ago. I showed him the photo, making sure to point out the time and date it was taken, and he just shook his head. He asked if there was anything else he should know before dealing with the matter. We were more than happy to fill him in on how she came to my door to stamp her feet in disapproval, throwing all the aggressively condescending it's illegal sweethearts she could our way. He asked if we felt threatened. I said no, but I wasn't happy that she was yelling at me while holding my baby. He said he understood and we encouraged him to talk to the neighbors to get a full picture of what's going on. So that's exactly what he did and Jesus, Mary and the wee donkey. <laughs> it was all so much worse than I thought. For them. In our street, news travels fast. We're gossipy little shites. <laughs> we even have our own street WhatsApp group. Yeah. I know it's kind of sad, but we're all friends. Lockdown really brought up together. The officer did in fact make his way down the doors and they were all more than happy to grasp them in after their griping. It turned out that not only had they been harassing other people for parking near their home, but they had also been witnessed exiting the car looking a little wobbly. 
wobbly as in three sheets of the wind, drunk as a fart. One can only assume that this is why he needs 20 plus feet to reverse into his drive. His wife, the lady of the driveway and pain in my ass, has been spreading rumors that other people were having affairs, such as the gay teenager up the street having it on with a middle-aged mother of three next door to him. However, the piece de resistance was revealed to us when the officer came back to our house to wrap up. When the officer asked about our trespassing on her property, she told the police officer, I trained my cat to shite in her plant pot. <laughs> my huge, fluffy, and attitude-fueled kitty had been having his morning poop in her begonias. His name is Stanford, and he is renowned in our street for being a sassy little dickhead, sitting on top of cars, sneaking into people's houses, and sleeping on their beds, and of course, tormenting dogs. I've never been prouder of him. In the end, the officer went back to her house, and from what we can tell, told her to stop being a fud, and if they were caught drink driving, they would be arrested. Any more notes or coming to people's doors, they would be charged with harassment due to the volume and nature of the events. Especially, they were told to get a grip and the officer went off to attend actual crimes. Now the neighbor parks across the street from his own driveway in protest and the rest of the street accommodates by parking directly in front and behind him. As is our right by law. Get it right up your ball bags. <laughs> I hope my cat held eye contact when he was pooping on your plants. For anyone who was wondering, here's a picture of our little pooper. And what a handsome little chappy. Disclaimer, I would just to clarify, I did not train Stanford to do his pooping in her pots. She just thinks I did because why else would he be doing it other than being a total legend? Love this cat. He gets me. Now, I absolutely love that story. It just brought me back to my roots. <laughs> when, it, when it told me it was a council estate and it said in our new... In our street, news travels fast. We're gossipy little shites. Neighbors poking their heads out their doors. It just brought me home. Absolute legend of a story. What do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And we're going to move on to another one. And I hope this is good. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. And our next story comes from Five Frog Margin, who says, Jealous little sister tries to steal a baby name. It backfires and she saddles her baby with a random name. Not my story, but I was reminded of it in another post. Thought I'd share the longer version. I posted it as a comment. Here is the full story, as relayed to me by Jane. This happened to a friend of mine, Jane. Her little sister, Tina, had a younger sibling chip on her shoulder always trying to undermine Jane, outdo her in everything. Everything was a competition, you know the drill. Jane and her husband knew Tina would try to undermine her older sister whenever possible. They both got pregnant within the same year, younger Tina months ahead of Jane. 
Jane and husband already had a beautiful name idea picked out to honor a teenage cousin who passed years before and correctly guessed Tina would try to steal it. Tina even asked if Jane ever had any names picked out but strangely didn't have any ideas of her own. Jane suggested a few names, each met with the same answer. Are you planning on using that one? Tina finally asked point blank what name Jane was planning on using. Jane claimed not to have any idea. Jane and husband hatched a plan. The next time they got together, Jane told Tina they had decided on a name. Then they dropped a decoy name. Supposedly hubby's great grandfather who'd been killed at Gettysburg. It's worth mentioning that these people all lived near Gettysburg and visited it several times. Dad was a little bit of a Civil War buff to boot. Not reenactment nut, but liked to read about it. Sure enough, Tina took the name and she had the first boy, telling them it was too good not to use. Jane and husband kept pleasant about the whole thing and when baby was born months after, Tina's son, they gave him the name of Jane slash Tina's cousin, who had passed as a teenager. The first male born child in the family. The family was touched as the cousin who died was very beloved. Best of all, after Jane's baby was born and named, Tina tried to smugly apologize for stealing the name. Jane and husband just laughed and said that was another one of Hubby's numerous dumb jokes. Hubby's family came here from Ireland in the 1920s and great great granddad never fought in the Civil War. Lol. And there's no point in covering the comments. A lot of people just saying, wow, what an amazing story, but also saying, I wonder how she acted after she found out. And I think that's the big question. And I think we're just going to have to leave that one up to our imagination unless we get an update some point in the future. But <laughs> would love to be a fly on the wall. And our next story comes from Kiwi Hecho, who says, entitled neighbor expected his utility bill to be paid. This was late 1990s in rural South Carolina rather important context. My relative Natalie is an out lesbian. Indeed, she and her partner Sherry were in a discussion to be the plaintiffs in a legal case seeking to overturn bans on same-sex marriage. Sherry got a job as a high-powered engineer for a major international company and moved to South Carolina. Wanting to live in a more rural area, Sherry and Natalie found a home that was a converted barn sitting on about eight acres complete with a pool, private lake, small fruit orchard, and some open fields. As the property had some electrical drops in various parts of the property, the sellers let Sherry know there are actually three electric meters for the property, each built separately. The main house was on one. There was a hookup on a light pole in the orchard and there was one more for a well on the property. Go figure. The two meters that were not the main house were cheap so Sherry and Natalie didn't give it much thought. After they were living there for a few months, Natalie mentioned that the electric bill for the well pump went way up. Nothing outrageous, but from like $6 per month to nearly $40. Curious, I did some back of the napkin calculations and found that a quarter of horsepower pump would have needed to run 24 seven for about 25 straight days to use that much electricity. It was just the two of them living there and there was no way they could have used that much water. Something wasn't right. And so I began a bit of investigation, looking for a leak. I followed the water line out of the house and oddly it ran off away from the well out in the field. I followed the line back to the edge of the woods behind the barn and found, much to everyone's surprise, another well with its own pump powered from the main house. So what the hell was this other pump in the field for? And so I started digging. Surprisingly, that well ran to the neighbor's house. And that is when we finally got the full story. The neighbor was the pastor at the church where the former homeowners attended. 
they had an arrangement that the former homeowner let the pastor get his water from the well on the farm property and the former homeowner just paid the bill. But somehow there had been an electrical fault to the ground, if I remember correctly. I don't really understand electrical stuff much and the meter was spinning almost non-stop. This is why the bill spiked. So Sherry, not wanting to rock the boat, offered the pastor continued use of the well if he would fix the electrical issue and get the meter into his name. But he refused. He insisted that he had a right to free well water at Sherry's expense and got rather unpleasant about it. This was what God wanted and similar proclamations were hurled Sherry's way. Fine, her well, her pump. Sherry gave him a couple of weeks notice and disconnected the electrical meter. No pump, no water, no longer her problem. Rather than agreeing to reimburse Sherry maybe $80 in excess bills over a couple of months, paying to get the pump fixed and taking over the rather modest bill, we saw a well drilling rig at the pastor's house a few days later. Must have been thousands of dollars. To cap it off, Natalie talked Sherry into doing something else with that well. They did fix the pump, ran a new water line and built a bathroom with showers, all for their new women-only lesbian campground. The campground didn't last particularly long as a business. It mostly just covered some basic expenses for a few large events each summer. But if not for the pastor's obstinacy, it might never have existed at all. Now, what do you make of this one? There were some comments below saying a couple of people actually stayed in that camp, which I thought was pretty awesome as well. And they were talking about how much they enjoyed it and all this kind of thing. Let me know your thoughts on today's stories. As always, I would love to hear them. I love me a bit of entitled people once in a while, seeing what madness is happening out in the world. <laughs> Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Don't forget to subscribe if you haven't, like maybe, and don't forget about the playlist at the very end of the video. It will loop through, it will go through stories for you so you don't have to keep scrolling. Thank you so much, and I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. So naive when life was good, weather and palm trees. Back in the day, you were everything I need. But then along came a time when you crushed my dreams. Oh yeah, you played me like a fool when you made me believe that the line between love wasn't thick enough to read. Oh yeah, you see we in the spare crime everywhere. You're selling false hope because you just don't. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.